We've always taken mums the word to mean keeping things to ourselves. Well, this is no longer the case as we provide mums with the natural, honest, and reliable resources they need from experts and other mums to keep their families happy, healthy, and safe. Be prepared to use your passion for parenting to empower yourself with the knowledge of choice. Welcome to Mums the Word with your host, mum and chiropractor, Kaz Jaff. Hey everybody, it's Kaz Jaff here and I am back from the summer. It is a very exciting episode to be sharing with you a few things, not only the guest and uh, her message, but also the news that over the summer I birthed a baby and uh, very excited to share with you that mumsthewordpodcast.com went live. I haven't done a whole lot of posting about it because, uh, well, it's not 100% ready, but um, it's definitely well and truly worthy to have uh, to have um, been posted live, and I'm very happy for you to share it and to go through it. All the episodes are there, and they have been categorized. So we've got um, prenatal and pregnancy and birth and postnatal and the early parenting is, so it is very easy for you to access and find the episodes that are relevant to you uh, for where you are in your journey and um, yeah really excited about that and would definitely love some feedback and um, I hope you like it as much as I do in the guest uh, pictures are there and um, their profiles are there and uh, it's still a work in progress but it's definitely um, it's been a big project as you can imagine and uh, anyone who's put a website together knows and uh, with over 80 episodes to upload etc you can imagine so I'm um, very very excited to share with that and also this week's guest uh, Dotan uh, Dagan and um, we are talking early postpartum and Dotan who was born in Israel and grew up in the Netherlands uh, has been a carer for a decade and has owned a, co- a catering company as well after becoming a mother in 2012 she felt inspired to work with new mothers Dotan is now an independent postpartum caretaker which is called the Crown Verzorgend here in Dutch um, in Holland which is a recognized profession here and is part of its unique maternity care system uh, she is focusing on a nourishing natural poach for the postpartum period. Dotan has experience in methods such as attachment parenting, aware parenting, baby wearing, baby led weaning, co-sleeping, long-term nursing and vo- non-violent communication and is very respectful for the, of the parents' individual needs and wishes during this special moment in, la- in their lives. Uh, I'm not going to share too much because, um, yeah, well, she shares a lot of wise wisdom and uh, very excited for you to hear the episode and, of course, to be back sharing you more amazing episodes, some that have been recorded and some that have been um, set in the calendar. Uh, so we're back here on Mums of Words and, um, yeah, excited to be here. Bye. Hey, Dotan, I'm so excited to have you on Mums the Word. Please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited about it and I think it's really great what you're doing. Um, so I'm really happy to have a chance to chat. Um, yeah, my name is Dotan Dagan. I am a, a mother of a five-year-old boy, very sweet little guy. Um, I um, am half Israeli and half Dutch. I live in Amsterdam and um, I work um, in a, a postpartum care uh, system, which is called Kramsorg here in Holland. Um, and um, I care for um, mothers, new mothers, for the first eight to ten days after they've given birth. Uh, I come to their home 
during the day and uh, um, I make sure they're okay, I help them with what they need um, and I love doing this work. I recently started doing it um, um, as a freelancer, um, allowing me to bring in my own personal view about postpartum care and child care, um, mother care. Um, so I'm really excited about it. It's, it's really I'm doing something that I really love doing. Yeah, no, it's an amazing, it's an amazing, uh, I guess, vocation. And it's something that is one of the most amazing things about Holland is that everybody um, gets the opportunity to have this crown uh, care. Yes. And, you know, for the people listening around the world, I mean, yeah, they have no idea what it really entails. Mm -hmm. And what it really entails is that someone is there for you and your baby in your home. And yeah. they are, that's their role to look after you. So it, it, yeah, it normalizes a lot of things and I guess gets people out of a hospital setting ideally sooner. So, yes. I mean, in my experience, you know, they also teach you how to bath your baby and a lot of things that I know where I come from in Australia, I see photos of people, you know, learning how to bath their baby and staying in hospital for a very long time when actually they feel fine and, yeah. and sleeping around, you know, wards yeah. where there's lots of babies crying and they're trying to get their baby crying. So this is a really great service that gets people back home in a normal setting with the support one-on-one. -on -one. Absolutely. It's, it's so, it's so valuable. It's, it's, um, it's cheaper care and it's so much more personal. You have um, one, sometimes two or three, but ideally one person taking care of you in that postpartum time. Um, so you don't get different ideas. We, you know, um, in, in the case of a home birth, we assist the midwife. So we are there from the beginning and we know where you, what you've been through. We, um, you know, we are really trained to see, to look for your needs and what's missing. Um, and, and there's, yeah, there's a big part of educating also, especially new first time parents, um, from, like you said, how to bathe your baby, how to change their diaper, um, you know, how often to feed them, how to, you know, how to even hold them. How to hold them, take their temperature, yeah. how to yes. burp them. How, I mean, it's... Yes. Yeah, Breastfeeding support yeah. is a huge part of, 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 yeah, of my day, of course. If, if a woman is breastfeeding, um, that is a very big focus uh, for me. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's so much, you know, because there's the mother, there's the baby, um, there's the family unit when there's, when there are older babies or, or, or older siblings, um, they need some adjusting as well. So sometimes that is also, you know, a support, uh, a place where I give support. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very diverse, um, beautiful job. I get to see families in a very special very intimate time from very close by. Yes, yes, they're amazing. It's like looking at a newborn is like a prayer. It's like praying. They're just, they're just so pure. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and is I mean, what sort of medical kind of I mean responsibilities are there? I mean, if there's been stitches, you have yeah. to look after those. Yeah, so we are, um, you know, it's it's a whole different system here in Holland. Pregnant women and women postpartum are actually in care um, with the midwives. Midwives here are also like autonomous, um, and we are kind of the the eyes and the ears for the midwives. Um, so we uh, do we have these assessments that we do every day um with with the mothers which are the temperature the pulse the you know the uterus um we ask her about her flow um we um you know check her breasts her nipples basically yeah make sure she's okay physically um same for the baby um we obviously take his or her temperature, you know, if that's wanted also, um, um, weigh them. Um, we keep track of their feedings and their nappies. Uh, one fun part of my job is that I get to open presents in the morning. I come there. Yeah, I was <laughs> asked the, <laughs> the parents to, you know, save the diapers from the night I remember we had to keep them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So random. But yeah, no, of course. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny, you know, but it's, it's just, it's really good to see, um, you know, it's good to see if, if the urine becomes clear, if there are any crystals in the urine, um, if the poo is, you know, goes from meconium from the dark black sticky meconium to, um, more yellow and especially with breastfeeding becomes like a, super yellow liquidy poop and so these are all you know signs that show us how the baby's doing um so yeah we we do that every day and if something is off we call the midwife obviously um yeah so uh, and she would come and and you know we discuss Uh, so that is our responsibility to you know to let the midwife know how how the mother and how the baby are doing. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, and not just physically also, you know, there's a whole emotional aspect to it as well. Everything is going well within the family with the mother herself. Um, uh, that, yeah, these things also happen. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, so that's really, so that's really what you do, but I want to hear, yeah. I guess the, the journey to why before we get into a little mm-hmm. bit of the expertise as well. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Share with us the, the getting there. Getting there. Well, um, I, um, I had always worked, I think for about nine years, I worked as a caretaker for elderly people, um, from when I was in college. Um, and so I'm very used to being in people's homes and caring for them. Um, and it was a job that I liked. It was it gave me a lot of freedom, and um, so I could travel as a young, you know, in my twenties. Um, but it was also quite a heavy job, and so I always on the side worked with their children um, and some restaurant stuff as well. Um, but actually as a child, I always knew that I wanted to work with babies and mothers and, uh, birth always very much inspired me really since I was a child. Um, I've wanted to do, 
the academy for midwifery but i when i was young i i i had a very strong urge to travel and to be free i couldn't settle down for a four year education uh which it is in here in holland or five maybe even um and um i've also been a restaurant owner i had a like a deli slash restaurant with my previous partner um which is another very big passion of mine is cooking and food and and taste and and healthy nutritious um uh and then i became a mom and i had a very um it was very clear to me that i wanted to have an, a natural home birth you know i ended up actually going to Italy because the only midwife natural midwife I knew at the time um it was a good family friend of um of my ex-partner's family um in Tuscany and so as soon as I got pregnant we looked at each other and we said we're going to have this baby in Tuscany with with Barbara Barbara Grandi's her name um And so from the moment that I knew I was pregnant I I had this clear vision of a, of a natural birth natural pregnancy um and uh, and that just grew and grew and when my son was born I just got it, got more and more interested in natural parenting um I've read books of about aware parenting and and how to you know get kids through trauma and just anything i could read i was just absorbing it all um and so somehow the obvious next step was to do a kramsort training it just brings together all my passions in one um and uh, and yeah and so i did that i jumped and i did it and i'm so glad i did <laughs> yeah totally and and what is the course i mean what does it entail i mean you've got to go into families homes and with someone else and things like that Um yeah at the start yes uh someone guides you through it and and it, you know quite a few families because so many things can happen every family is so different um and slowly slowly started working by myself um and also still going to school um every month for for a week um yeah and you know learning everything from you know basic caretaking of babies and mothers to you know um acute things or problems during postpartum what can happen yeah it's um, definitely i imagine easier to handle than being a doula or a midwife would you have a little boy at home with responsibilities as a mum yourself because that's always been on my mind too like how do people mm-hmm. with young children do these you know birth, yes that was for work. me that was a very difficult um if not the most difficult actually part about this job um um because uh, yeah it's working weekends births you know are not planable most of the time um and and I'm a single mom um so it was there was a lot of um organizing uh, uh, behind the scenes um and uh it it was hard at times and it also became clear to me that if i do what i love that is also just very good for my child it's good for me and therefore good for my child so um yeah 
So, yes. so let's talk a little bit about some of the, um, the expertise and things you've learned along the way. I mean, we've, we know in lots of different cultures that, that, you know, we've heard it, I guess, the first 40 days or in some cultures, mm-hmm. I think, you know, they don't even step outside or, you know, let, let's yeah. talk a little bit yeah. about some of that because that's, um, yeah, I guess that's, that's what we wanted to get into as well, just to, yeah, milk on your expertise. Yeah, I think our society really just, you know, forgot the importance of rest in in this postpartum period, um, be it 40 days or, you know, even these eight days that, that, that we give the care here in Holland. Um, women are just supposed to or, or, or expected to, you know, bounce back, look great, um, you know, serve coffee for the guests. Um, back in their skinny jeans, yeah, you know, um, you know, stroll around. It's um, 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 it's such a pity in a way because I just find it such a. I don't want to say sacred, but it's just such a special moment, such a special intimate moment, um, and and. It deserves all the focus for itself, you know. All the focus is should be on the mom, the baby, the father, the family, the nesting. Um, and uh, I very much understand, you know, family wanting to come and visit and see the baby, but staying forever, making lots of noise, and coming with fifteen at a time. You know, the, who, who, who's the priority then? Um, um, and, um, I, yeah, I find my drive in really kind of combining the kind of medical aspect and the educational aspect of my work with the more natural aspect of honoring, you know, uh, this amazing transformative, um, time that the woman has been through, the family has been through or is going through. Um, and giving that, acknowledging that and supporting, um, the family to really take time for each other to settle down in in this new, um, new, you know, position or how do you say constellation, let's say of their family. Um, and, and this just, you know, I really believe that rest in this time you know, I understand that staying 40 days in your bed is like, it's unimaginable now here in our, in our society. But even just, you know, the first three or four or five days, stay in your bed, stay together, nesting. It just, um, it helps, you know, the mother recover. It's amazing for attachment with the mother and the father. Um, it, um, increases milk supply is just so good for everything and I really the more I encourage women to do this the more I see how how you know that it works and how much it helps um, um, I, I started um, binding the mother's bellies if they want to um, and uh, this really ha- helps mother actually, to stay in bed because they're less mobile. Um, 
it gives them support, obviously, you know, after having given birth and all the muscles are aching, um, you know, it helps the, the organs go back into place, the muscles, um, helps kind of the, the body to close, keeps her warmth. Warmth is also such an important postpartum um, healing part. Um, yeah, I'm really happy that I can. And you probably get to cook a little, right? Yes, I get to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I get to cook, and I don't. And I don't have to do that for thirty, forty people. So I don't have to do that in huge quantities anymore, which is also nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think the thing about being also, you know, independent is that you do meet your clients well and truly before. It's almost like you interview each other so they get to hear what you stand for. So it's not like you're coming up against someone who really wants, you know, to get out and about and rush, rush, rush. You've already kind of, yeah, I guess, not necessarily laid down some ground rules, but you already kind of, yeah, this is what I'll be supporting you in. Yes, absolutely. And and I, I love getting to meet them first. Um, when I was working for bigger companies, that, you know, wasn't possible. And so I would come and meet them, you know, after they've just given birth. And it, it's it's such a hard time to, you know, meet a stranger. Um, and I'm a very empathic person. So I, I really like that I can meet them up front and really see and feel and ask and talk about what they need, you know, how they envision their postpartum period, what is important for them, um, you know, because I might like to bind a belly, but maybe, uh, you know, someone doesn't want that kind of care, but she really wants to have help with rest, um, you know, or some women would really love to have some you know, focus, more focus on, you know, help me, how, how am I going to take care of this baby? I've never held a baby before, you know, properly. I don't know what to do. Oh, the breastfeeding as well, like recognizing some ideal holds. And I'm sure you also make some amazing placenta smoothies. (laughs) I actually haven't done those yet. I've seen a couple of ones being made, um, which was beautiful. Um, and uh, I think it's it's really an amazing thing, um, but I don't make them myself. I mean, I guess I could, but I think it's better that someone does that that has actually is actually trained to do that. Um, what I do love is I make, you know, warming, hearty food, like also you know foods that help milk supply, like oatmeal porridge in the morning, warmth, uh, sweetness, um, soups and broths, stews. Um, yeah, I, I do my touches there. Um, yeah, but mainly I'm, for me as a caretaker, I, I really very much enjoy meeting um, the family first, meeting the parents, seeing their house, you know, so that I, I just, I can prepare myself for for the care that I'm going to be giving um, it's 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 really wonderful yeah I think what's a real gift is if I think back to the time with when I had my first it mm. just gave me so much peace knowing that the crabs was also a mum. <laughs> I don't know she was 
I yeah. think pregnant at the time with her second or third and she just had so many anecdotal tidbits that, you know, yeah. I'm sure is not learnt in the course, you know, it's just. Yes, yes. And even the confidence you have in the way you say things, I mean, that comes from experience. It doesn't come from reading in a book. I mean, I know that in practice now myself, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny because I I decided to have my baby in Italy, so myself I actually never received any crimes work. Um, so, so I really know what I was missing, you know, totally. Um, I, <laughs> I had a mastitis, I think a little less than two weeks postpartum. And I'm sure that if I had a cram nurse, I wouldn't have had that. It was just really because I didn't know how to take care of my breast. I had quite some oversupply. Um, and, and, and I was just, you know, I I tried to read about it, but obviously you just had a baby. There's no time to read and and um, and educate yourself in that moment. So it would have been so valuable for me to have somebody there to actually, um, yeah, help me. Uh, you know, with these kind of issues, someone that knows what they are talking about. With so much great information provided on each episode, we've created an easy way for you to stay up to date on keeping your family happy, healthy, and safe. For exclusive content, as well as show notes, links for everything we discuss on the episode, as well as a free newsletter to help keep you informed, visit mumsthewordpodcast.com. Yeah, and the other gift is is that in, in families where there is a sibling or more than one, you know, mm-hmm. it is also sometimes the, the cram the crimes role to maybe, you know, help with that, getting that one sorted and, yes, and consoling yes. them. And if you're a mom who has a small child or has had a small child, that's got to make that process easier than if you have no experience with little children at all. Yes, absolutely. For sure. And the same goes for breastfeeding. I think if you've, it, it's something that, you know, when, once you felt it, it's so much easier to, also teach that to someone else. I think breastfeeding mainly, um, w- yeah, um, it's 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 such a complex thing, and you know what goes on inside the mouth of that baby. You can't see it. What's going on in there, and how, what is a good latch, and how does it feel, and when is you know a little bit of pain in the beginning is okay, but how long is too long, and yeah, you know how many minutes how many you know and again there are so many protocols for things right also in my job and um there what i love is that we give advice we would never you know say it has to be like this um and i always add you know for the moms just to to follow their gut feeling um because in the end of the day the mom knows best i really believe that and and when they get a bit of support in believing, believing in themselves, in their own intuition, motherly intuition, then uh, and that gets them a long way, I think. Yeah. No, of course, of course. Mm. Um, well, that seems to be, that gives me to my next question because it's often something that we talk about. Um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's an affirmational quote, whether it relates to being a cram or motherhood, um yeah that helps you or maybe you could share its meaning to you maybe you could share something yeah i had a quote from kabir kabir was um, a sufi poet like rumi i think 
uh, maybe like 7,000 years ago. And they write this beautiful short poets and often, you know, um, it's about enlightenment actually, but it can be used for so many things. And, and so Kabir wrote, if you want the truth, I'll tell you the truth. Listen to the secret sound, the real sound, which is inside you. Um, and for me, yeah, that I think comes very close to what I just said about the mom's, you know, the mother's intuition. Um, it's something that we as a society, I think, lost touch with about how capable we are as women and how how much our body body knows, you know, to carry a child, to birth it, and to take care of it after the birth. Um, we, as women, I think, really deserve that um, that kind of acknowledgement of of that wisdom with that we carry within us, um, and uh, we also it also needs us to listen to that, no? we need to open our ears to our to our inner mothers, and um, and often, you know. We know a lot already. Our bodies know so much. And and trust also, you know. Trust that our bodies can do it. Um, yeah. I think it brings us also back to the topic that we're speaking about. I mean, the more you can take time to rest and, and really be connected, yes. whether it be in attaching to your child or even just, you know, it's such a huge transformation becoming a mom that, you know, just to Major. really just, yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's no word that it's like you could at least just have some downtime to process what it is that you're feeling and mm-hmm. what it is that you've just been through. And I mean, come on, we all run ourselves through this, you know, judgmental, you know, um, mm-hmm. critical filter as a, as a new mom. And, uh, yeah, it just gives you some downtime, I think, to process it all. And, yeah, I can see. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see just, how important it is, yeah. Yeah, just micro focus maybe, let's say, and and um, you know, comparing is also such a you know we, we tend to compare so much, but uh, it just takes you know our focus away from what's actually there. Um, yeah. 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 Well, um, you know, on on this uh, podcast, I really. Uh, always get my guests to think about a time that maybe was not so easy as as a mother themselves or whether it was professionally maybe um just so that you know we can create an online community where we're not having to reinvent the wheels but also more that we can show each other that hey you know we all have hard times and we're all in this together is there a time um that maybe wasn't so easy for you and i guess how you got out of it or what did you learn just so that yeah if someone else is in that same boat I think um, it wasn't like a specific time. It was maybe more a, a, a longer stretch of time. But I think from the moment that I knew I was going to become a mother, um, I I thought I was very dependent. I was very dependent on my partner then. And um, um, I was very scared to, you know, find my power. I felt quite okay with you know being the mother but I there wasn't much I could do outside of that I would that was it was very hard for me to step out into the world let's say um and when my son was one and a half years old we split up 
Um, and so I was, um, you know, kind of thrown into the world. I had to. I had to suddenly, you know, take care of my child, take care of myself, pay the rent, pay the bills. Um, and uh, and that, you know, that was a long, uh, yeah, quite a long, strong process for me. I um, um, I came out right now, I think I feel so much stronger and more capable and, um, you know, if I think back of things that happened then, I would have never, if they would happen now, I would never accept them. Um, and it was a very big learning for me also with my son, I think, um, you know, trying to be a good mom was to not come myself in was all about my son. Um, and I felt very burned out. I think after about a year, my son was a very good kid, but he was a terrible sleeper. So, um, um, I was just so tired and, um, I just kept going because I thought that was best for my son. And it was a very big learning for me to, to learn that, you know, if I take care of myself, ultimately he, um, he benefits from that a lot. We both obviously do. Um, and actually uh, another thing, which was very helpful for me was finding an online community actually of other mothers. I think within my friend's group, I was the first one to have a baby. Um, so that at times felt a little lonely. Um, you know, there was just certain, to a certain extent, you can't share everything you're going through and, uh, or, you know, some friends just didn't understand. And so I found this online community, community of, um, mothers that you know had the same kind of vision of, like me about child rearing and and uh, and caring for kids and that just gave me so much um support so i would definitely recommend that um to any new mom find find kind of find a little bit of a tribe yeah um and now my, my son is five so most of these mothers that I knew then, I'm not in touch with anymore. Some I still am. Um, at, at some point, it just faded out, and it was also fine. It was like a, you know, we really needed each other at that particular time, and, and it was great that we could support each other, and then that was also, you know, also over with. But that gave me a lot, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it has its own evolution, you know. and mm. Yeah. Yeah, but just, you know, just to have support of people that are, you know, other mothers or families that are, you know, going through the same thing and also had the same ideas about having, you know, how to be with babies. That was for me just very, I, I always felt a little bit of, of a loner, you know, I was still breastfeeding my son exclusively um, until he was you know, about six months and, and, and then I breastfed him, you know, a good couple of years after that until he was actually about nearly four years old. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I very much followed my own, you know, vision 
or or I, I just felt like I needed to do that. That just was the right thing for us. Um, I'm definitely not, not saying that it's the right thing for everybody, but it was just so good for me at the time to find other mothers that, you know, had the, had that same vision. So I didn't feel like, you know, I, I, I was being weird or I just felt understood and, and seen. And, um, and that was just so valuable in that time. I think, you know, like we said before about the 40 days and, and, and these are one of these moments in our lives that we really miss that tribe, you know, that village, um, of, you know, so a support system around us. We're just in all these little micro families in our little apartments. And, uh, you know, especially here in Amsterdam, there are many expats, families are far away. Um, so it was really good for me to find, yeah, friends, friends that were going through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go back in time, um, is there any words of wisdom that you would share with yourself um, while you were pregnant, like your, yeah, your younger self about what motherhood would be like or just a word of wisdom, you know, to you to help you in your, in your motherhood? Um, well, I think as a practical thing, I, when I was pregnant, I was so focused on birth and I had all these visions about birth. I wanted a natural water birth at home and I read a lot about that and I saw many videos and, and then he was there and I was like, oh, but now, now what, you know? So um, in a practical way, I would tell myself to also give, give some time and attention um, for the postpartum period, um, just to, you know, read up about it, uh, think about it. What would you want? What would you need? Um, you know, talk with your partner about how, how things are going to change and, uh, um um, so, so that's more of a practical thing that I would tell myself. And I think, um, I would tell myself that everything is going to be just fine. <laughs> you know, there's no need to worry so much and, uh, and just really trust, trust in my own ability, um, and in my own strength. That is something that I would tell myself. I like yeah. that for birth and for parenting. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. For anything, really. Just. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, okay, well, it would be fabulous if you could share some um, resources that have helped you along your journey. You mentioned a few styles of parenting. I don't know if that's something you want to share. Um, yes, I. Uh, there's this little book that I love. It's called Attachment Play. It's written by Aleta Salter. And... Um, uh, it's actually for you know kids a little bit older, not the not the postpartum kids, but it it helps. You know, it can be very helpful for older siblings when they get a baby. It's basically how to work through issues with kids um, and teens also um, through play, and it's just a fun, easy, light way of you know, understanding each other, uh, working through emotions, frustrations. Um, it's a little, it's also a very easy book to read. It's small and it's funny and it's, I, I really like it and I um, advise it to a lot of clients and a lot of friends. 
Um, if you want to know more about the postpartum, um, I'm sure you've heard about this before, but there's this a book called The First 40 Days, uh, The Essential Art of Nourishing the New Mother. It's by Heng Wu. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly. Well, we'll put in the uh, show notes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's a beautiful book um, full of recipes, um, full of, you know, beautiful advice about, you know, the days before the birth, during the tran- trans- transitions of, of birth and postpartum, um, kind of everything that I care for suddenly is written down and it's like, wow, I love this book. Really, really great. Um, what is an- another? There's a website that I love. It's called ahaparenting.com. Yeah. Um, uh, I really like it because it's, you know, it gives parenting advice for different age groups and it's nice and neutral and just, yeah, very nice. I really like to, uh, you know, when I have something, sleep issues, eating issues, um, yeah, find myself going there. Um, I think these are the main ones. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're fantastic. Um, I yeah. didn't know that um, first 40 days book. That sounds great. Ah, yes. It's absolutely great. I think I've yeah. seen it, but I guess I'm past those days. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh yeah it's definitely uh, I definitely recommend it not you know for birth workers but also or postpartum workers but also for you know mothers to be it's a very great book to uh, to read through and to see what you like you know to like what I said before if you want to already start thinking about your postpartum period um, and um, uh, and you're drawn to a more natural approach, and this is a great book. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, one more thing is, you know, for birth, there's Inamay Gaskin's Guide to Natural Birth, uh, Childbirth, but there is also a guide to breastfeeding, which I also love. From her? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yes, really also great um, uh, insights about nurturing and uh, and bre- yeah, well, obviously breastfeeding, nursing. Yeah, really nice book. Oh, awesome. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, 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 she is. Yeah. Um, well, I would love for you to share with the listeners um, how people can find out about your services. And, of course, I'd love for you to drop your website. Of course, we'll put the show notes um, uh, online as well. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, shoot away so we can find out more about your, um, your services, Dotan. Yeah, so um, my company is called Natural Postpartum, uh, and the website is naturalpostpartum.nl. You can find a a contact sheet there um, and my contact details. I also have a Facebook page, which is Natural Postpartum, uh, Kramsorg. Um, That's actually how uh, (laughs) how you can find me. Yeah, great. Um, Yeah, I, well, I live in Amsterdam so I work in this area yeah and, uh, it's great for my yeah. clients <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's been an awesome episode. I'm I'm glad we touched on a lot of things because it does come up in uh, a lot of interviews about Kram Torah and I know people around the world really, yeah, it's hard to understand what it is and it's a yes. real gift. I hope that I managed to kind of give a, you know, a good enough view on it. Yeah, of course, um, of course. Yeah. And um, also just I'm really grateful for your wisdom on the, the early postpartum days as well. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, thanks so much for your time. It's been lovely. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to share it. Great. Well, see you or talk to you soon then. Sounds good. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.